This episode contains adult language and topics that may be disturbing for some listeners. Such topics include suicide, drug use, physical or sexual abuse of a child. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, I'm Grant. And I'm Erica. And this is From From Crime Crime to to Crime. Crime. Welcome back to From Crime to Crime. Hey, bud. How's it going? Doing great. Real excited to jump into this case. Yeah, well, don't get your panties in a water. You're going to be real pissed by the end of it. I have a feeling I am because we've been talking about doing this case, and you've had all of your panties in a very large wad the entire time and just yeah. yelling at me how upsetting this is. So, Well, it is. Yeah, I'm going to try to keep you calm. I'm going to try to bring you back down. I have a feeling, though. We're going to see you escalate real quick, and everybody loves that anyway, so yeah, maybe I'll just let it go, too. Yeah, well, that's part of the reason why we're covering this, because I'm just, like, super pissed off about this case, and I want to vent about it. Like, we weren't going to cover this one, but with the recent developments, we're like, at least something's moving now. And that's what I was going to say, is they're coming out pretty quickly, and almost daily, new things are happening, so... yeah. Which is good because there wasn't shit happening for a long time. And I got to say, too, you came up with kind of this whole thought beforehand anyway, that because of the pandemic, a lot of kids were going to go missing. And now that we're kind of getting caught up in schools and stuff like that, we're finding out that there's a lot of kids who are missing. Slipping through the cracks. Absolutely. The the adults that should be responsible for them that aren't. And it's I'm, I'm frankly, I'm fucking sick of hearing about this shit. I really am. I know It doesn't have to be this prevalent in our society. Every single adult involved in this little girl's life, and we're talking about Harmony Montgomery, obviously, because you clicked on this episode, you know who we're talking about. (laughs) Every single adult involved in this little girl's life should be in prison for the rest of their lives. Well, and that's parents, every social worker, police, judges, lawyers, relatives, everybody. That was absolutely going to be what I was going to say. Like, it wasn't just the people who typically her parents. It was. Everybody involved failed. Yep. So usually we start at the beginning of a case or a victim's life or whatever, but we don't know shit about this little girl because unfortunately she was born into a situation where no grownups would put their meth down for 39 seconds to be parents. (laughs) And they were all too selfish and drugs were more important than their babies. And so we really don't know that much about little Harmony's life. And what we do know started November 18th of 2021 when her biological mother, Crystal Sorry, contacted Manchester, New Hampshire police to report her seven-year-old daughter missing. Her father, Adam, had custody and Crystal couldn't find them. So the police open an investigation and they contact New Hampshire DCYF for Adam's current address. By December 27th of 2021, so like over a month later, DCYF admits that they also cannot find Harmony or Adam. They have no idea where she is. Just straight up like we just don't know. Like, yeah. Ah, yeah, well, we left them here. Thought they'd be here when we got back. And obviously they're not. So the police announced that seven-year-old Harmony Montgomery was missing. So that's terrible enough in itself. But what's worse is they were showing pictures of a four- or five-year-old little Harmony because it turns out 
that her mother hadn't talked to her since April of 2019. So over two and a half years before anybody was even looking for her. So was her mom in jail or like not able to contact her or was she just a Mexican American somewhere being crystal meth? Yeah. She was just too involved in her own life to worry about her kids. And we'll find out more as the details come out in this case, what was going on, why she didn't know. But she didn't have custody of Harmony and hadn't for a long time. So Yeah, but not having custody doesn't mean you can't have contact. Yeah, 100%. No, I don't. (laughs) You don't have to fire (laughs) me up. I get it. (laughs) I I very well may fire you up several times through this episode because I'm with you. Like, yeah. How do you let this happen and how, to, to a kid? Like, how do you just, how are people so selfish, I guess? Yeah. How does a five-year-old go missing and nobody's even looking for her for two and a half years? That's two or three birthdays, two or three Christmases. Yeah. Nobody bothered to call this little baby and wish her a happy birthday or send her a gift. Nothing. Nothing. So we'll have to go back to the beginning to figure out how this all went wrong, which we didn't find out until after we found out she was missing. But what we know so far is that she was born in June of 2014 in Massachusetts, and her parents are Adam Montgomery and Crystal Sori. And oh my gosh, I just looked her up. She's absolutely just adorable, like on every level. She has little glasses and an eye that goes in like she is just an absolutely adorable child yeah she was blind in one eye (laughs) and i was like hey kid i know what's up with that i think i know why you're so sentimental about this episode yeah so let's meet adam her dad first so adam is a piece of shit his (laughs) his arrest record includes charges for assault and burglary stabbing a person in the leg and pushing them out of a moving vehicle Oh. Mm-hmm. And he only got four years for that, and he only served one year. Armed robbery and assault and battery when he broke into an apartment and robbed the girls who lived there, holding a pellet gun to them, which I'm assuming they probably thought was a real gun. Yeah, I would assume that as well. And when he was younger, he was charged for, like, stalking his 16-year-old girlfriend and threatening her with a knife, all kinds of stuff on his record. He also was charged in 2014 for shooting a man in the face over three grams of heroin. Uh, oh, my God. Uh-huh. This just keeps getting worse and worse for this guy. And somehow he only served 18 months in prison for that. I believe it's because the victim survived. He didn't die. But still, that seems like if you if I get shot in the face and the person only gets 18 months, I'm shooting them in the face. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's crazy. That's not enough time for shooting somebody in the face. <laughs> no, it's not. No. So he's also the main suspect in the 2008 murder of a guy named Darlin Guzman in Lynn, Massachusetts. But they haven't been able to pin that on him. Okay, so what about her mom? Her mother, Crystal has a record that's a lot less violent. Her charges are mostly like drug-related, receiving stolen property, theft, stuff like that. Yeah, drug addict crimes. Yeah, like on the level of bad parenting, she's like uh, obviously better than Adam. (laughs) So, (laughs) Well, the bar wasn't very high, so good for her. I mean, obviously they're both two people who should not be having children, yet here they are having them anyways. So when Harmony was less than two months old... In August of 2014, she was taken away from Crystal because of her substance abuse issues and placed in foster care for the first time at two months old. It's not very surprising. Yeah. 
Her father, Adam, was in prison by the time she was born. Wow. Yeah, so he met Harmony for the first time in January of 2015 when she was six months old. DCFS brought her to the prison for a visit. Jeez. Mm hmm. And shortly after this prison visit, still in January of 2015, DCFS placed her back in the care of her mother, but still under DCFS custody. So, like, they had decision-making, but she was allowed to live with her mom. I had no idea that was even an option for anyone anywhere. Oh, I I don't know that's a good one. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if this is a good option, though. (laughs) Yeah, like, if you're not 100% sure she's ready to have her kids back, maybe just don't. Yeah. But... Okay. Giving them back isn't exactly dipping your toe in the water to test it out. That's like the full on, just like, eh, here you go. Yep. So she lived with Crystal for less than four months. And by April of 2015, she was taken away again for the second time because of Crystal's drug problems. And she was placed back in foster care. That's probably for her for the best. Then in July of 2015, DCFS takes her to see Adam again in prison So in over a year since she's been born, he has met his daughter twice. And both times were forced by DCFS, obviously. Well, I mean, forced or I guess forced, yeah. Well, yeah, because later that year in September of 2015, he was released from prison and he made zero effort to contact Ah. DCFS about his daughter once he was free. Gotcha. So yeah, this was forced. Yeah, it was over a year before he contacts DCFS to even ask about her. This is why, like, vasectomy should happen at, like, 13 or so. And then, like, (laughs) you have to pass the test to get it reversed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's actually not a bad plan. Let's let's think that through a little more. Yeah, I mean, just go in for your 13-year-old checkup, just get a little snip snap, and then, you know, when you're ready, we'll... Snip snap back. (laughs) Snip snap, snip snap snap. (laughs) The problem is the idea of what that kind of (laughs) trauma that causes to a man. (laughs) Yeah. So at this point, Harmony had been in foster care for over a year and a half straight, almost two years total of her less than two and a half years. She's been alive, but she's been in there for a year and a half straight, which is not normal. Reunification programs usually take 12 months or less because After 12 months, if you can't get your shit together and be a parent, then your kid should be adopted out. That's pretty much like your kid shouldn't be forced to be in foster care their whole childhood because you can't get your shit together. And that's what happens all the time. And, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, my mom was a social worker for a long time. So I I do kind of have some insight on this. People just get so caught up in their own egos and bullshit that like. They're not willing to just give it up for their kid. Like, hey, look, you know what? You're right. I'm just going to let it go. Instead, they're like, oh, no. I'm going to, I would never give up on my kids. Like, really? You seem like you have at the moment because you're not doing anything positive for them. Yeah. So like I said, she's been in foster care for over a year and a half straight. And Adam didn't visit her until October of 2016. So he had been out of prison for 13 months. Wow. By the time he even made an effort to go see her. And by the time he did that, that was only the third time in her two and a half years she's been alive that he's even seen her. I mean, the guy just can't be bothered. He he cares yeah. way more about himself and his meth than he does, or I guess yeah. his his is heroin, it sounds like. Um, yeah, so, it sounds like yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. So by February of 2017, he stops responding to DCFS efforts to contact him at all. You know, like, for some reason, they were, like, forcing this guy to want to be a dad. I don't know why. Yeah, why? 
Like the kid's better off without him around. Clearly, I mean, obviously. Yeah, and it seems like it would be better than him being in and out. Like, like you can't force somebody to be a parent if they don't want to be. Right. It's kind of weird. So anyway, by February of 2017, he stops responding altogether. And in March of 2017, Harmony is taken out of foster care and placed back with Crystal, but still remained in DCFS custody. So for the second time now, she's been given back. It's all bad. This is just all bad. So by March of 2017, two and a half years, this baby's been in foster care. And she's not even three years old. And she spent all but like five or six months of her life in foster care. Unreal. It is unreal that she was not placed up for adoption before this. Like, this, it's crazy. That's like one of the first failures here. The first of a million. Right. So hang on. <laughs> so March of 17, she's placed back with her mother, Crystal. After seven months of absolutely no contact with Adam at all. In September of 2017, he reaches out to DCFS and they immediately grant him a supervised visit with Harmony. Then after this visit, he doesn't contact again for over another year. It's like, what is the point? Yeah. You know, it's it sounds like he got like a sober thought and then it just was washed away again. So he visits her once in September of 17 and then he doesn't contact for another year. But meanwhile, in March of 2018, Harmony is removed from Crystal's care for the third time due to her drug problem. How many times is this going to be able to be happening, you know? I have no idea. But by this time, Crystal had another baby. So Harmony now has a younger brother, Jameson, who is not Adam's kid. And Harmony and Jameson were both removed. So that whole year goes by. And in August of 2018, Adam decides to visit Harmony again, randomly, out of the blue. She's almost five, and he's met her, like, a handful of times. All supervised visits by DCFS, by the way. Yeah, I'm not surprised. He wants nothing to do with this. He's not that interested in this. Yeah. Like you said earlier, like, they're forcing him to be a dad, and he doesn't want to be. And I don't think he's capable of being. Just, and I don't think yeah. he should be. <laughs> to, like Both are very all the, good points, yeah. Yeah, in every way. It's like, just leave this guy alone. Stop it. He shouldn't even be free to be in amongst people, let alone like children. Yeah. So anyway, by February of 2019, according to DCFS, Adam had been visiting Harmony regularly. So from August of 18 to February of 19, DCFS says that he's been visiting her regularly. And what they mean by regularly is approximately 11 times in that six months. So I don't know what your definition of regularly is, but this <laughs> feels strange to me because that's not even once every two weeks. How, do, how does that constitute regularly? Well, I mean, in comparison, it is regularly. And I mean, I think yeah, but you're in, in this world, though, I think regularly is different. I, I mean... It's not regular in the sense of how our parents were with us, but when you go from nothing to 11 times in six months, that's beginning to get regular. I have visited your children more than 11 <laughs> times in six months, like, uh, and they're yeah. not mine. That's true. Like, I don't, this doesn't make any sense. To me, I'm like, what are you talking but about? But look at your life comparatively. We don't run on the same path as this. We don't understand it. We know people who do, and we also don't understand why they do that. <laughs> don't get it. So. Yeah. 
the reason that this is confusing me on the regularly is because a Massachusetts judge by the name of Mark Newman decided that because this Adam Montgomery had managed to show up 11 times in this poor little five-year-old girl's life, he should get full custody of her. Yeah, I don't I don't see how that goes like that. But yeah, in this world, I think this is pretty normal. Yeah, he granted full custody of Harmony to her father, Adam. The guy who shot a guy in the face over three grams of heroin, like just a couple years ago. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Full custody. I'm right there with you. Yeah. So by this time, Adam was married to a woman named Kayla Montgomery, and they had a couple of kids together. So Adam, Kayla. Yeah, I think they had three. Oh, God. Yeah. In like two and a half years. Yeah, it was like boom, boom, boom. So they had Adam, Kayla, Harmony, who's Adam's daughter, and then their kids together. This is the household now. And about a week... After Judge Newman's insanely irresponsible ruling, Adam decided to move his family from Massachusetts to New Hampshire, which is like eight minutes away. They're like right next to each other. Sister states. Yeah. We're not talking like across the country or across the world. We're like, this is literally 20 minutes away. And DCFS decided, case closed. They moved out of state. No longer our problem. We don't need to follow up on this one. It's fine. I don't think that's how it... Well, it is kind of how it works, except they need to transfer it to the the other county. Right. There should that's, be an interstate transfer, but they... Absolutely. They were just like, no thanks. They moved to New Hampshire. We're done with it. You know, this child that was in foster care since she was two months old and had been shuffled back and forth by DCFS to prison to meet her violent felon of a father, then sent back three times to live with her shitty mother, only to be taken away time after time after time for five years, robbing her of the chance of being adopted by people who actually might give a shit about her. And I don't know, love her, feed her, make her feel safe. You know, the kid whose dad only visited her when he was in prison and DCF forced it. But, you know, Judge Mark Newman looked at the case for three seconds and decided that Adam was a fit parent. So DCFS is just all done with it. Just we're over it. He's fine. Like, how love, does this I happen? I love how riled. I love how riled up you are about this because you're completely right. Like, how does this happen? How do you guys let this happen? How? Yeah. How do you do this? Your job, you're put in place to protect these children and you're not doing that. And it seems like you're going above and beyond to not do to, it. Right, exactly. That's my biggest problem. It's like, oh, you can bitch all you want about there's not enough taxes in New Hampshire. They get their tax money. The property taxes in New Hampshire are out of control. There's like nine (laughs) people in the state and they all pay $80 billion in tax in property taxes. And if there isn't enough money, then get more money. Figure it out. But this had nothing to do with there's not enough money, there's not enough social workers. I get that. People being overworked, underpaid, I get all that. But this decision by the judge had nothing to do with that. If you're not sure or the work hasn't been done to make sure that you're sure, then don't make the decision. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, I do. I'm just letting you go. I love this. Keep it coming. Yeah, like if the caseworkers were like, well, we didn't have time to do the home study. It's like, then don't send the kid there yet Yeah. until you find time. To do it like you you're this. These are kids. You got like how many kids are going to die before we just shut the foster care system down? This is crazy. We'd be better off doing vigilante kids foster care stuff. Just like (laughs) if you see a bad parent, take their kid. 
like seems like it, right? It does seem like it, especially like when you see something in public happening. Like it feels very much like you should have the right to just be like, give me your kid. You clearly can't do this. I'll take care of it. I know that we can't. That's obviously not logical. I get it. But like the foster care, I this we're going to keep going because I, I just can't with this. So we're going to fast forward now to November of 2019. And luckily, little Jameson, Harmony's brother, was adopted by Blair and Jonathan Miller. Blair was a news anchor in Boston. Him and Jonathan had two other adopted children. And they seem to be the only actual parents in this whole story. And they don't know Harmony. And they seem to be the only people who give a fuck about her. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, when people aren't, you know, hopped up on all kinds of amphetamines and crazy things, you know, it's amazing what people are capable capable of when they actually focus on others instead of just themselves. Yeah. So when Jameson went to live with the Millers, he started talking a lot about his big sister, Harmony. And Jameson talked about how he took care of her in foster care and how they'd been through a lot together in foster care and obviously when they weren't in foster care and how much he loved her and missed her. And the Millers contacted Jameson's birth mother, Crystal Sori, because they're like, uh, why would these kids be split up? Like, they're siblings. Why Why wouldn't DCFS tell us about Harmony so we could adopt her also? They should be together, their brother and sister. Absolutely. This is when they find out that Adam Montgomery had been awarded full custody of Harmony back in February of 2019 by that dipshit judge, what was his name, Newman? Mark yep. Newman? Oh, man. Our Seinfeld friends are going to have a big problem Newman. With, with Newman. <laughs> yeah. The Millers at this point don't know that Adam is a violent repeat offender with a chronic drug problem. So they're like, oh, okay, well, that's why they were split up because her biological father obviously was not a dummy and got his kid back, you know? Yeah. So they reach out on social media to Adam to be like, hey, can we get the kids together for visits because they should really have a relationship. They love each other. They're brother and sister. Obviously, this is the best thing for the kid, you know, because they're decent parents and wants what's best for their son. But Adam just like never responded to any of their messages. <laughs> just straight up just didn't even bother nope. like saying anything. And they were like pretty okay with like with that, right? Like they weren't like hunting him down. No, they were just like, hello, we want, their son wants to see his sister. He like really misses her, you know? Yeah. So they keep bugging Crystal about it and they keep bugging DCFS who won't tell them anything either because they're like, yeah, this doesn't have anything to do with you. And they're like, well, kind of does. And <laughs> so sometime around this time, Crystal Sori says that she checked herself into drug treatment and she got clean and sober and wanted to find Harmony, which is great. I mean, obviously too little too late. Right. But that's what, what we all wanted to. Yeah. And she said that she wanted to find Harmony. Obviously, it was because the Millers were bugging her about it, but at least she's finally trying. She says that she last talked to Harmony around Easter of 2019. Her story is that Adam cut off contact between her and Harmony and she thought that Harmony was with Adam and he was just being a dick and wouldn't let him wouldn't let Harmony talk to her. So she didn't know she was missing, but she was calling DCFS and DCYS in Massachusetts and New Hampshire and she says was she, she called really, them a though? bunch of like, times. Yeah, she we says that, but like, was she really? Do we know that to be factual? I don't know, but even if she was, just say she was. Like, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she was. They're not going to tell her anything. She doesn't have custody of her kid. She got her kid taken away three times. 
And that's pretty yeah. much what she says. Her story is that for two years, she tried to find Adam and Harmony and DCFS just gave her the runaround. They sent her here, there, the other place. They were like, go to the courthouse, get this paper and do this. And she's like, none of that matter. Like, they were just trying to bide time to cover their ass because they didn't know where Harmony was either. Crazy. Just absolutely in th- insane to think about. Yeah. Whether she tried or didn't try, I'd like to give her the benefit of the doubt because she does seem like she's doing better now and she is. she does seem clear and she even admits, like, I have fault in this too. Like, I was a bad mom. I've seen her in interviews and she's like, I should have been doing the right thing and this would have never happened. Oh, is she clean and sober now and like not a waste? Yeah. Well, good for her. Yeah. So she says that they just give her the runaround, which I can totally understand. They treat her like she's just some drug addict who lost custody of her kid. Why would they tell her anything about her kid? She got her kid taken away. You know, more than once, more than twice. (laughs) Yeah. So in November of 2021, she wrote an email to the mayor of Manchester asking for help to find Adam and Harmony, you know, pleading with the mayor like I've tried DCFS, I've tried everything like and nobody will listen to me. Nobody will tell me anything. She threatened to go to the media if the mayor didn't help. And the mayor's office responded, but pretty much was like, get a lawyer and go to court if you want custody of your kid. I don't understand why you're emailing a mayor. The mayor seems like a weird choice to go to, doesn't it? Yeah. But according to this interview that I saw on News Nation, she says that after she sent this email to the mayor, the Manchester Police Department reached out to her to file a missing person report on Harmony in November of 2021. Well, I guess, I mean, there is something to that. Yeah, obviously the mayor contacted the police. If they reached out to her. I don't think of the mayor of having a whole lot of pull, but I guess they probably do, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I don't know. I mean, I you don't really idea. think about, like, I need to go talk to the mayor. Like, it's usually like, I need to talk to my congressperson. Not, I need to talk to the mayor, but. Yeah, it's usually, I want to talk to your manager. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your boss? <laughs> oh, it's the mayor? So, Let me talk to the mayor. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, at least something's moving here. That email obviously did something. Yeah. And if she is telling the truth and she was trying to find Harmony for two years, like, that's got to be pretty frustrating. Everybody just being like, hey. Go get a lawyer. Try to get your kid back. You know, it's like it's not even that she's trying to get her kid back. She wants she can't find her kid like she doesn't know if her kid's okay. So when they file this police report in November of 2021, that's when she tells them that the last time she talked to Harmony was Easter of 2019. And she says that during that FaceTime call, Harmony looked scared and Adam was telling her what to say and coaching her. And she said that Harmony looked terrified and lost. But yet two years went by before any police reports so right just obviously that might be a hindsight thing like oh she did kind of look scared you know what i mean because if you're on yeah, a facetime sh- call with your kid and she looks scared and terrified wouldn't you call the police immediately like that minute yeah but with everything she's gone through i would assume she's always scared and terrified right yeah that's true yeah well and she's not with her parents and like children are very obviously connected to their parents so, could you imagine being told, like, hey, well, we're going to take point, you- Well, at this point, she's with Adam. Oh. Well, I don't think that's better. But she doesn't know him. She's met him 11 times in her whole life. Yeah. And he- He's- I'm sure he's not treating her as warmly and lovingly as a parent should. No. So, Crystal says that she called Massachusetts DCFS pretty upset and asked about a transition plan and why they haven't checked on Harmony after she was placed back with her violent drug addict piece of shit dad. And they pretty much passed the buck to New Hampshire DCYS and said, 
they should have done it since he moved to New Hampshire. And they're like, and New Hampshire DCFS is like, well, how would we know? You didn't tell us. So everybody's just kind of like pointing fingers at everybody like right away. Yeah, nobody's taking the blame. And I understand no no one taking the blame. This is a huge problem. But these people need need to work together and figure out what happened, not go, hey, I don't know, it's not on us. They need to like come together and go, okay, let's figure this out, guys. Where right. did you last leave them off? What did you do? Right. Okay. You know, like piece these puzzle right. pieces together or hire some internet sleuths because God knows they'll do it. Yeah. But as it turns out, they're all right. Everybody's at fault. There's yeah. at least 15 grown ass adults in this little baby's life that if any one of them, any one of them would have been doing the right thing, she'd still be here. But we'll come back to that later. So in December of 2021, Manchester police are trying to track down Adam Montgomery. They're striking out. They can't find him or Harmony. So they contact his family. And his brother Michael says that he tried raising red flags about Harmony in 2019 when he noticed that Adam was really short-tempered with her and he had heard from other family members that he was abusing her. Hmm. So the brother is trying to get this point across well he's saying that now but what did he do for fucking two years nothing yeah not a goddamn thing yeah it's true like he just kind of sat on this and i mean i know he made some phone calls and like was trying no he didn't that was the uncle oh yes i okay i was thinking of the dad's brother obviously no this is adam's brother yeah this is harmony's uncle so he does point them to to his uncle, which is also Adam's uncle, Kevin. Kevin told them that he's furious because he called DCYF a couple of times in 2019 because in July he saw Harmony with a black eye and he asked Adam, like, the hell happened here? Why does your baby have a black eye? Oh my God, I'm sure he was just livid and I'm surprised he didn't punch him. I would have punched him. Yeah, well, according to him, well, we don't know what goes on in this family because according to him, Adam says... Quote, he bashed her around the house, unquote. What? Um, yeah, that's what he this admitted Kevin guy, to it. Yeah. He told him that he bashed her around the house because he put her in charge of watching her little brother while he was in the bathroom. Mind you, she's five. Right. And the little brother started crying. So when Adam came out of the bathroom, Harmony was trying to put her hand like over the little brother's mouth to try to get him to be quiet. So Adam says he had to bash her around the house for trying to put her hands over her brother's mouth. Oh, my God, you asshole. She was trying to keep him quiet because you're a lunatic and was going to hit her anyway. Fuck this guy. Oh, my God. Yep. So Adam. I see why you were so like seething whenever we talked about this case. I'm I'm right there with you. Yeah, so Kevin says that Adam was extreme with all of his punishments. Like, she was not only beaten physically, obviously, but she was forced to stand in the corner for hours until she soiled herself. Jeez. And she was made to clean the toilets with her own toothbrush. And then, oh my god, Erica! Yeah. So, Uncle Kevin... Why are we doing these things? Oh, we're never doing another child case again. I'm done with this shit. Oh, my God. I'm so angry about this. It's not even funny. So, Uncle Kevin says that the last time he saw Harmony was in October of 2019 when him and Adam got in some sort of altercation about this. Like you said, he probably punched him. I mean, I hope he punched him with a lead pipe. Like... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't stand any of this. Yeah. 
So he says they got into an altercation and he, the police were called. After this, he had made anonymous calls to DCYF already in July and then now again in October. And the police came and said that there was no... No signs of abuse. And then after that, Adam just totally cut off his family. Like he blocked them all on social media, stopped contacting them, nothing. And around this time, Kevin also says that he told DCYF that Adam had relapsed and was abusing Harmony. And he says nobody came to check out the claims. Or the people who did come to check him out said nothing's wrong here. It's all fine. <laughs> yeah. I just, I can't imagine that. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine going to a house like this and just being like, no, no, I things seem fine here. Mm-hmm. So there was also reports, not just from Kevin, but apparently some neighbors said that they had called in concerns about the living conditions at the house, that there was no food, no electricity, the kids were dirty. Still, no DCYF intervention, nothing. They were just like, yeah, everything's fine. They're like, when we went to check it out, they had extension cords running to a generator, like in the neighbor's yard or something, so it's fine. It's like, oh. Okay. What? How is that fine? <laughs> That's not fine. I don't know. So in July of 2021, Adam's grandmother found out that Adam had checked himself into rehab. So this is before anybody knows she's missing still. So she says that Adam checked himself into rehab and she called DCYF to find out where Harmony was. If Adam was in rehab, who has Harmony? And she says the response that she got from New Hampshire DCYF was that they did not have an open case for Harmony Montgomery, so they have no idea what she's talking about. Oh, my God. How can you not have an open case? First of all, there should have been an open case from the start. Second of all, like nine people have called in now about this. How do you not have an open case? Oh, my God. Like, they're just tossing in the trash. Yeah, that's why I'm saying there's plenty of blame to go around because even if Massachusetts didn't do the interstate transfer like they should have when they moved there, there was enough calls once they lived in New Hampshire that a case should have been opened. You know Mm. what I mean? Whether or not they had a previous case, like there was enough calls, a case should have been opened. So they're still looking for Adam and they can't find him, but they do find Kayla, his wife. And they ask Kayla, where the hell's your stepdaughter and husband? Like, where are they? And she said that she hadn't seen Harmony since the Friday after Thanksgiving of 2019. What? Yeah, that's what they said. They were like, what? Why has everybody not seen this kid for two years and nobody's saying shit? And they were like, well, where, where did she go? And Kayla's story was that Adam took her to Lowell, Massachusetts and gave her to Crystal, her biological mother, which... It's kind of a wild thing to think about anyways. Like, Crystal got her taken away multiple times, and now you've been granted custody. Why would you give her back to her mom? Like, that doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> Yeah. Why, okay. why is any of this owned? Yeah. This is just more and more awful. It keeps getting bad. So then Crystal says that shortly after that, they got evicted from where they were living, and the whole family was living in their car for a bit, and then they went to live with Kayla's mom, and when Kayla's mom was interviewed, she says that Harmony was not with them when they moved in with her in December of 2019. And so they asked Kayla's mom, they were like, well, where did you think Harmony was? Like, did you ever ask? And she's like, yeah. And they told me she was with her mom. Like, I didn't think anything of it. And it's like, for two and a half years, they never saw her? Like, you didn't ask questions? Yeah, I don't get any of this. 
So in October of 2021, Kayla and Adam split up. So Kayla says she hasn't seen Adam since October. And now we're in December of 2021 when they're trying to find Harmony. And she said that they've been split up for two months and he's living with his new girlfriend, Kelsey. Her name is uh, Kelsey Small in his car somewhere. So on December 31st, 2021, the police finally find Adam living in his car with his girlfriend, Kelsey. (laughs) No wonder they couldn't find him. (laughs) Yeah. And when they ask him where Harmony is, because this is the first time they've located him since right. Harmony's been missing. Right. And so whether... Well, that's why they couldn't find him. He was living in his car. Yeah. And so whether they're like, hey, Adam, where's Harmony? He says that Crystal picked her up around Thanksgiving of 2019 and never gave her back. He hasn't seen her since. Nope. And they're like, that was two years ago. Like, what are you talking about? You haven't seen your daughter in two years? And he's just like, no, she's with her mom. It's fine. Which is not abnormal for him to not see his daughter for really long periods of time. So, I mean, I guess if he did give her back to Crystal, that wouldn't be unlikely that he wouldn't see her for that long. But he was probably relieved if he did. Yeah, but he didn't. It's obvious that he didn't because Crystal started looking for her before that. So if she was raising the alarm bells to DCYF and everybody else before that, when he gave Harmony back to her, she'd be like, oh, okay, here's my kid. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like he didn't give her back. Yeah. And Kelsey said that he took her to Lowell, Massachusetts and gave her to Crystal. And he says that Crystal came and picked her up. So, like, even their stories aren't lining up already. So, by January 4th, 2022, Adam was arrested and charged with second-degree assault for the black eye that he gave Harmony in 2019. Child endangerment and interference with custody since he wouldn't produce Harmony. Or what he did with her. They were like, hey, you got to tell us where your kid is or you're going to go to jail. And he went to jail, which is a real bad sign. (laughs) It's a real big sign that he has no idea where his kid is or he's not telling. Or he's not capable of producing her because, yeah. Yeah. The same day that he's arrested, his estranged wife, Kayla, was arrested for welfare fraud. Because apparently she continued to receive food stamps for Harmony until June of 2021. (laughs) What an idiot. It's like a year and a half. Even though she admitted that Harmony was not with them. Like, she admitted that Harmony had not been... Even if you go with their story that they gave her back to her real mom in November of 2019, like, you're admitting to this food stamp fraud. Like, the Yeah, it's still welfare... I was going to say, it's still welfare fraud no matter how you slice it. Yeah, so that charge was later dropped and then other charges were added. So it was kind of weird. I don't know what was going on with that. They're trying to, like, figure out how to get them to talk, obviously. But they both plead not guilty and there was pretty much nothing for a couple of months. They were just like arrested and we didn't hear a lot. And then in March of this year, Kelsey, the girlfriend in the car when they found him. Uh Uh-huh. Remember her? Oh yeah, the meth mom? No, no, no. The meth mom was the stepmom that he was estranged from. Is that not Kelsey? That's Kayla. Oh my gosh. Kelsey was the girlfriend that he was living with in his car when they found him. Oh my gosh, sorry. I was, I thought I was keeping up, but there's a lot of K-sounding names okay. all over the place. So Kelsey Small is the girlfriend that he was living in the car with okay. when they found him and asked him where Harmony was. Gotcha. Kayla is the estranged wife. They had been split up for a few months, but they were together when Harmony went missing. Right, okay. So then Kayla and Adam are arrested in January. We all know they did something with Harmony, but we don't know what, and we don't know where she is, and- 
in March, Kelsey Smalls found dead. Really? Mm-hmm. The girlfriend. Wait. Yeah, where? It might have been in a hotel room. I'm not sure, but they did end up saying that it was not suspicious and that it was ruled a drug overdose. So we don't think that's related. I mean, who knows, but we don't think so. Wow. Then in April of this year, new charges were filed against Adam and Kelsey in a case about stolen guns. It's a bunch of felonies, like receiving stolen property, felon in possession of a firearm, theft career criminal in possession of a firearm, like all kinds of like stuff. And in May, Kayla's released after being held for four months and ordered to do a drug rehab program and not talk to Adam. Then in June, Kayla was rearrested on perjury charges about lying to a grand jury about dates and times that she was working when Harmony went missing. Wow. She says that she hasn't seen Harmony since the day after Thanksgiving, but then eyewitness reports came out that Harmony had been seen with them into December of 2019. Anyway, they arrest her on perjury charges in June. They only held her for three days on the perjury charges, and then she was released. On bail, or what happened? How'd she get out? We don't know. But a week later, investigators search an old apartment of Adam and Kayla's and haul out a fridge and a bunch of other stuff, and they were assisted by a sewer plumbing team and, like, a whole bunch of, like, real specialized, like, evidence recovery people. And when asked why the hell they were searching this, like, it's been two years. Why are you searching this? Right. Sources say they got a credible lead from a person close to the investigation that led to that specific search. So, obviously, Kayla fucking sang like a canary. She had to have. Yeah, there's Absolutely. no, why else would they release her three days later? It's like, well, yeah. obviously, she, <laughs> she, right. she rolled. Yeah, it's all too, too easy. Yeah, so in August of this year, they announced that biological evidence has led them to believe that Harmony was murdered, and this is now a homicide investigation instead of a missing person. That makes sense. So then in September, Kayla is arrested again on a warrant after failing to appear for a court date and her bail was revoked. So they took her back into custody in September. And then last week, we got the only good news in this whole case so far— The New Hampshire Attorney General announced on October 24th that they finally charged Adam Montgomery with four new crimes. Those crimes, in order, are second-degree murder for recklessly causing the death of Harmony Montgomery, a person under 13 years of age, under circumstances manifesting an extreme indifference to the value of human life, by repeatedly striking Harmony Montgomery in the head with a closed fist in Manchester on or about December 7th, 2019. So that's the first new charge. So they're charging him with her murder. Well, thankfully, I mean, I, yeah, good, finally. Somebody is. Yeah. So the second new charge is falsifying physical evidence for purposely altering, destroying, concealing, or removing the body of Harmony Montgomery with a purpose to impair its verity or availability in an official proceeding or investigation in Manchester between approximately December 7th, 2019 and March 4th, 2020. So those are specific dates. Yeah, they really are. So I think... Yeah. What you're saying is right. I think the stepmom is singing like a canary in jail trying to get a better situation for herself and obviously knows something or at the very, very least is throwing him under the bus. Yeah. So the third charge is, and this is one is really disturbing. So 
The third charge is abuse of a corpse for purposely and unlawfully removing, concealing, or destroying the corpse of Harmony Montgomery or any part thereof in Manchester between approximately December 7th, 2019 and March 4th, 2020. So if I'm getting this correct, they're charging him with not only killing this innocent little girl, but also dismembering her and pulling her apart. His own child. Well, it sure, I mean, certainly seems that way. It doesn't specifically say that, although it does. There's two separate charges. One's for falsifying physical evidence for purposely altering, destroying, concealing, or removing the body. And then the, the next charge is abuse of a corpse. So it feels like he dismembered her, which is real sketch. Yeah, because obviously he's either trying to bury her or put her in cement and drown and put her in the water or whatever, something. Like there's, you only do it to get rid of the body. Well, what scares me is they had the sewer plumbing technicians in that search. Over the summer. Oh. Yeah. I didn't think. You. No freaking way. You don't think this guy tried to flush his daughter down the toilet, do you? I mean, I don't not think that. Look at this fucking asshole. I I know. I've looked at him. But like. Erica, to get. I know. They're really spelling it out without spelling it out. But I feel like that's what they're trying to say. And hopefully I'm wrong. But that really feels like what they're saying. It does feel like what they're saying. And yeah. So I'm like I said, I'm hope I'm wrong. But that really feels like what that charge is about. Or at least getting rid of her to in a capacity where they cannot recover her. Which still feels icky to me. So <laughs> Yeah, more than. Absolutely. Yeah. So the fourth charge is tampering with witnesses or informants by purposely attempting to induce or otherwise cause Kayla Montgomery, the wife, to testify or inform falsely in Manchester between approximately December 7th and January 4th, 2022. Which means that he was threatening Kayla to not tell the truth. To cover for him. Yeah, it's also, I think it's important to note, too, that Harmony's mom, her opinion is that he sold her for drugs. Not anymore. Right. Now, she, now she knows. Oh, it's the, not they anymore? Found biological engi- yeah, they found biological evidence that in August. Oh, okay. That said she was dead. And then today, and then yesterday, they charged him with the murder. So she's changed her tune on that. Oh, okay. That was initially her mindset was that he sold her for drugs, which is, I can't even imagine living in a world where you would think about selling a child. Like, for any your reason. own child. But much less drugs. Yeah. Like, I get, like, people steal kids and sell them and trade. Like, I get all the sex trafficking stuff. But, like, to sell your own kid for drugs, is that. I can't, I know it happens and it's, but it's like, can you imagine being in a world where you think that that's what your ex did with your kid? I cannot. I hate this world. It's a disgusting world to even dip your toes into. I, I We're uncomfortable talking about it. Oh, I know this is a terrible episode, you guys. I'm sorry that I'm just like so angry the whole time. Like, I mean, if you weren't, you wouldn't be doing this justice because this is a very angry thing. Yeah. So there hasn't been much on this since that update that they charged him because he waived his right for um, a lawyer. No, no, no. He he waived. I'm sorry. I was trying to think of the world. They were supposed to arraign him like the next day after they filed the charges and he waived his right for an arraignment like he didn't 
want to be there or whatever. So they didn't have that yet. So has he entered a plea then? Because I think that's what no, the arraignment was. Arra- no, because he wasn't there. No. So you can go, can you go past the arraignment? Like you can just be like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Well, I think you can waive your right to like, uh, to have it right away. Because you have a right to a speedy trial and all that stuff. That's why stuff has to happen like right away. Right. Unless you're bailed out and then and then it's not quite as a much of an important yeah. aspect. I think that's why he waived it because it's like he's already in jail. He's looking at decades just for these gun charges. This case is going to go on for a long time. So it doesn't need to all happen like boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's more important that it's all right than it's fast. <laughs> So, like I said, there obviously isn't going to be much for a while because he's going to get a lawyer and he's going to come up with some kind of defense and then he's going to drag it out forever. And his trial for that gun thing has got to go first because that has already been in the works or whatever. The only really update is that it was obviously Kayla who finally told them what she knew after being charged with perjury. That was what we thought from the very beginning when we were researching this. And then today, which is the 26th of October... It came out, which by the time you guys hear this, it'll be later than that. But <laughs> today it came out. <laughs> Just pretend it's October 26th, guys. Today it, it was confirmed by Adam's lawyers that Kayla was the one who informed on him. Oh, really? Yeah, because they put some motion in that gun case that the lawyers are trying to argue that they should have known back then in June that she was accusing him of murder. And they were like, well, we hadn't charged him yet. So it wasn't really we didn't have to tell him yet. <laughs> You know? (laughs) Yeah. So it's the lawyers in the gun case that are arguing that they should have known about that. And I'm like, I don't know how that's related, but whatever. Who knows? I'm not a lawyer and I don't care. But Kayla had a hearing today, the 26th of October. I should stop saying today because we're not releasing this today. (laughs) It's today for us, but not for you. Yeah. Kayla had a hearing about um, negotiations for a plea deal. So we were right when we were research. Well, I was researching. I know I didn't let you do a lot of research, but my... Total thought process the whole time was that Kayla finally snitched and turns out it's true and it's expected to be announced what that plea deal is sometime next week. So by November 4th, they say. I think if I had done research on this, I think I would have told us we're not doing this because. Yeah. This is awful. Like this is worse than I thought that it was going to be for a lot of reasons, too. It's not like, oh, yeah, that one thing was really bad. It's like the whole thing sucked. Yep. And now it sucks, too, because now finding out about this plea deal, I mean, we don't know what the terms of it are going to be, but that means they had to make a deal with the devil pretty much to get Adam. I was thinking that, too. Yep. Like a lot of people think, oh, well, Kayla was probably scared of that. It's like she'd been split up from him for a long time. Yeah. They all just everybody in this sucks. Like, yeah, the main participants are the worst, obviously. But everybody in here didn't. Everybody in here failed this little girl. Yeah. And the blame game, like like we said, is we could play it all day long in this case. Everybody is to blame. They should yep. all be charged with her murder. Every one of them. Her mom for failing as a mom and getting her kids taken away to be in this situation in the fucking first place. The dad, obviously, for murdering her. The stepmom for obviously witnessing it and never talking about it. And then collecting food stamps on her for a year and a half after she's dead. Every DCFS caseworker, every DCYS caseworker, the cops who responded to the DV and the welfare calls, the family members who didn't report her missing or even fucking noticed she was gone, the judge who gave her back to Adam, the DCYS lawyers that should have fought against that, 
in the courtroom with that judge, whoever made the decision to give Crystal five years to get her shit together before placing Harmony for adoption. Like, if any one of these fucking people would have done one thing, just one thing right, she'd be alive. Any one of them. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. That's exact. I I feel very strongly that that's the case too. Everybody involved, every single adult who came in contact with this girl failed. Yep. And to epic proportions. Yeah. And it's like really unacceptable. I understand when kids have drug addicted parents. I get that. The parents suck. It is what it is. We've seen it a hundred times. But it's like, does this little girl not have aunts and uncles? Does she not have grandparents? Does she? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do you go three birthdays and three Christmases without being like, hey, can I talk to my niece and find out if she liked the Christmas gift I sent her? How does that happen? I don't know. I I know of families that are like this, too, and they just have zero contact with their grandkid or their nephew or whatever. And it's like, how do you guys just not care? How do you yeah. just not? And, and, and it's like they never did. You know, it's like, eh. yeah, well, well, like, how do you not want to make sure that that kid isn't? Like is thriving, is doing well. Yeah. Like that's part Did of your he eat job. Today, like, does he have a right? blanket? Does he have clothes? Does he have school shoes? Like, is he in school? That's the other thing. Harmony was never in school. That's why she was never. She was never. Not that she would have been anyways, because COVID and lost a bunch of kids and shit. But it's like she was never even. She never even started school. How was that not a red flag for DCYS? Yeah. Like this kid's seven, you've never enrolled her in school. Yeah, and at this point, obviously, they know they know a lot about her and her whereabouts. And didn't they have quote unquote custody of her at one point? So yeah. while Multiple all of this times. was going on, but but while all this was going on, like I know she was placed with her dad, but her did her dad have full custody then too? I forgot. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. judge gave yes. him full physical custody. Which he did. I, okay. How? Yeah. How do we not do a trial run? Like you would, you gave Crystal fucking nine trial runs before you finally said no more. Like, yeah, right. You know, I don't you get it. Forced this dude into this. He didn't want it, and he couldn't handle it. Yeah, and that's that's the other thing that kind of is weird to like. I get that Crystal was obviously she was an unfit mother. That's why they took her kids from her. But it's like if you're gonna take these kids from their mother because she has a drug problem and she isn't taking care of them, but she has no violent record. She her. Issues with the law were all drug related and theft and shit like that. If you're going to be so adamant about taking her from her mother, why are you forcing her to go with the other parent that is on paper and in real life worse? (laughs) Yeah. Like, why are they? I don't understand why they forced this relationship with her dad so much. I don't get that. It seems very odd, doesn't it? Like, I don't think this is a very typical case where they do force parents to be parents and i think you know from kind of what i know if they're if they screw up enough times like then they do just kind of go look we're moving on from this you're clearly not there cool and yeah they did it with the mom and that's what i've always thought yeah it's always been my belief but they did I guess they really didn't do it with the mom either because they left little baby Harmony in foster care for five years. That's not, I looked it up and that's not normal. Reunification is usually a year and then a child is placed up for adoption because being in foster care for that long is not good for them. No, it's not. Definitely not, especially that young. Yeah. So anyway, this is, we got to get going because I'm like just, and it's like, it always feels like, what can you do about it? 
I don't I just feel like I just want to yell at everybody about it. But it's like that's not helping. What can we do to fix it? How do we fix it? I don't know. And I think that's why we don't know how to fix it is because it's such a big problem that it's one of those things that you do have to kind of fix from the inside. But getting to the inside is a lot of work. You know, I mean, it's yeah. not just something you can just wake up one day and be like, hey, I want to change this, by the way. Like, it's yeah. a lot of pressure on politicians. It's even becoming a politician yourself, which is a whole other can of worms. I was yeah. just going to say it would it would require politicians that care about people which don't exist anymore. <laughs> right. All they care about is getting rich and being crooks and fucking assholes. Being powerful. Yeah, making, absolutely. Yeah. That's all they care about. They do not care about what goes on in their states. They don't care about people. Nothing. Which, to be honest with you, I don't know how they would because you have to be crooked and bad to become to win you can't if you're a nice guy you're not gonna win shit so it's like it's true well you'll be happy to know that this case has uh changed my opinion on the death penalty why because i think you're right i think that it might be too easy for this scumbag to get the death penalty (laughs) i hope adam gets life in prison and i hope some big bully makes him clean the toilets with his toothbrush and beats him every day within an inch of his life and does whatever he wants to with him until he's finished with him and then he gets passed to the next guy and then they do it to him. Until he's dismembered and flushed down a toilet? Yeah. I just, I feel like he needs prison justice. Like, a prison sentence or even the death penalty is, like, not enough. Nope, it's not. It's a lifetime of this. Like, he deserves yeah. a lifetime of, of torture. Of to- Yeah, he does. Because that's what he gave his daughter. Absolutely. How old is this guy? Do we, do we talk about it? Uh, he's, like, 32, I think. Oh, what? Yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, hang on. Hang on what? Well, I was looking, I looked up Adam Montgomery just to see how old he was, but apparently that's a common name. Oh. <laughs> but, but, well, the first picture is a is of a guy in cuffs, and it looks like Adam, but it's a small little thumbnail, and it says that he's 20, and I was like, no way. Um, So, he can't be 20, but let me see if I can find out. Oh. Dude, he's 20. No, he's not. That's what this says. It's a picture of him, and it says he was born in 2002. Well, are you sure you're looking at the right thing? Yeah. Because he's certainly not 20. He's 32 years old. Oh, well, this says 20. I don't know. Well, in 2008, he was charged with stabbing somebody in armed robbery, so I don't think he would have been six years old. (laughs) Yeah, I guess not. All right, fair enough. I'll give it to you. (laughs) Yeah. No, he's 32. You're looking up the wrong Adam Montgomery. Well, I'll send you the screenshot of what I'm looking at, and you can tell me. Yeah. So, anyway, we should get going, because... Yeah, this was insane. This was a crazy case. I never want to talk about kids ever again. I know. We say that every time we do a kid's case. Yeah, I know. But we're trying to save all the kids, so... Yeah, but... The only way to do that is to talk about it. But, anyway, guys, go to our Instagram, at From Crime to Crime, our Twitter, From Crime to Crime, our TikTok, From Crime to Crime... Erica's doing wonderful things with that new The the Doe You Might Know series. Go check it out. And as always, if you go on Apple or Spotify and leave us a five-star rate and review, send it to us, and we'll give you a shout-out on the podcast. All right, buddy. Well. Did I miss anything? Nope. I don't think One so. thing I did. Come on. Oh, don't forget to change your Amazon smile to DNA Doe Project. Okay, there it is. And with that, yep. I love you. Happy birthday to my dad and Ella's dad. Happy birthday, dads. Yep. All right. I love you. Love you too. Hey, it won't be Matt's birthday by the time this is released. It'll be the day after. So happy belated birthday to Matt. Maybe you'll listen to your first episode. Anyway, love you. He won't listen to us. Love you too. (laughs) Bye. Bye.